Oh, Are we sorry. rolling? Rolling. We be rolling. Da, 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 da. <clears throat> is that a new watch stand? Oh. It That's is. Pretty oh. good. Thank you for want noticing. I mean, thank you for watching. <laughs> that was weird. That was lame. I have a hot take. A student needs to be like the focal point. I'm gonna get threats from faculty members. Oh, was that the podcast? Did you start yeah. the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, was... So tell us about your, your watch. It actually looks pretty pretty nice. Is that a leather, it's a leather band? Yeah, I actually got this band. Um, separately? Separately. It uh, comes with like a nice like, you know those like, I was like one over there. <laughs> struggling to get it out and then. I wanted to make sure I got my money's worth and looked at the whole thing. Oh, nice. It was just in. So much for like our. What are we supposed to do? Like a try this brew and like guess. Oh. Flavor profile. Well, this is one. the last episode of season technically one. of season one. So well, season two. Oh, season two we can do it. We yeah. can so start. We start thinking about right. It. So we gain your watch. Yeah, yeah. It just came with like a nice metal band, but I thought it was a little too flashy for the casual wear. Are you like a multiple watch guy? Um. Hopefully one day. Hopefully one day. Yeah. I did actually buy three watches to get this, and I'm returning two of them. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But not three to keep. Three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three until you found yeah. the perfect one. Exactly. What are your thoughts on buying a nicer, what do you call them, watch face. face, and then different bands, and just kind of rotating bands through? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm all about uh, rotating bands. Um, are they easy with that one? Yeah, yeah. I haven't found any that are, like, super easy. Yeah, they're... It takes a few minutes, and it's not like, you know, just do it real quick. Yeah. But yeah. It's it takes I don't know what, three or four minutes. That's I feel like that's enough lot. time to just make you never want to. Do I know it. exactly. Yeah. So it's better to just you get just pick a neutral watches. color, yeah. and you're like, All right. I'm gonna change that to maybe like, one to three minutes, because I feel like people are gonna be like, it's <laughs> four <laughs> minutes to change a watch face. So what are we chatting about today, gentlemen? What do we want to brainstorm? Brewstorm. Brewstorm. Yeah. Mm. We almost did our first coffee brew storm. I know we did. Didn't happen. Oh, the yeah. schedules got changed. Yeah. I do want to do that because I want to test whether the ideas are better or worse. We should do season two all, all over caffeine. coffee. Yeah. And just see how it goes. Yeah. But then if then we have to get up early. And that sucks. Yeah. Unless we want to drink coffee at four p.m., which I guess wouldn't be a problem for you because you have weird start my habits. day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the for the rest of us, it might be a little tough. I think. Given we had chatted about this. Was this last week when we were chatting about TikTok and oh. YouTube shorts and then that clip that kind of, you know, went mini viral, I guess, just because it's Mr. Beast. But he was talking about how he thinks a lot of big TikTok influencers are going to move from the platform to YouTube shorts yeah. um, because right. YouTube shorts offers a 45% rev share model, whereas TikTok, it's way worse. Um, and you can combine your YouTube shorts directly into your existing YouTube channel. Yeah. So that you can already capitalize on the audience you've already built mm. on YouTube and don't need to like yeah. start from scratch. So I think it might be worth chatting about maybe just YouTube shorts in general though. Maybe a quick overview of like what they are and yeah. how schools could potentially use them. Um, since we have done a good bit of like, hey, here's how to use video in your recruitment yeah. strategies. This is kind of a complementary asset to that. Yeah. Um, I have a confession. I, um, until like a couple hours ago when you were like, you shot a slap, you're like, hey, 
just be prepared. I'm gonna like talk about some like YouTube yeah. or something as a potential topic. And I opened my phone and like opened the YouTube app, and it was literally the very first time I clicked Shorts. <laughs> nice. And like scroll. So I, I spent like I don't know like ten minutes scrolling through it. Yeah. And the one we can dive into more interesting things in a second, but the the one thing like right off the bat that caught my eye is like different than TikTok, and I use TikTok, you know, not every day, but you know most days. Yeah. Uh, it was that it is so easy to subscribe directly to a YouTube channel mm -hmm. from a short. Oh, Whereas on yeah. TikTok, you have to like click somebody's, you have to go to their bio and then click, like it's not conducive to subscription. Yeah. Whereas YouTube shorts, literally the con, you, it's the, it looks exactly like a TikTok. It's exactly the same, yeah. mm -hmm. but the subscribe button is like loud and proud yeah. and it's so easy to subscribe. Yeah. That's Anyways. interesting. I mean, so you can actually, if you, Everyone's profile picture on TikTok, if you touch that, it'll subscribe. If you just um, hit their, their profile pic, yeah. Yeah. But it's not like, no, it's, it's not, not obvious. obvious. You're right, yeah. you're right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Just and when you're, when you're, when you're, you know, what is the proper term? Scrolling, flicking? Skimming, I would say flipping through. Flipping, flipping, flipping through. through. <laughs> <laughs> when you're flipping that, through TikToks, good. it's just not conducive. Yeah. Whereas like this, it, it's almost like you could mistakenly subscribe while trying to yeah. like yeah. scroll up. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I I um spend a lot of times on like all of the other um, apps that aren't TikTok because I feel like TikTok's algorithm is too good and too addicting that I spend <laughs> too much time. And so inevitably like a couple weeks go by, I'm like, I've spent way too much time. I need to delete yeah. this. But then I just like end up using the admittedly like lesser good versions, which are, you know, Reels and YouTube. Um, the one thing, I mean, TikTok has the algorithm just dialed in so well yeah. mm -hmm. that the other platforms aren't quite there yet. But I mean, I think that's probably just something that gets better with time. Yeah. And I feel like people don't want to make now like a one-to-one -one knockoff, but I think it'll it'll have its evolutions where I feel like it'll come first full circle on, yeah. let's say YouTube Shorts blows up, TikTok kind of fades. I think they'll just as it fades, they'll steal a bunch of what they liked about it, but oh, they don't yeah. want to look like a one-to-one -one right now. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like with YouTube, the, the other cool thing, again, being able to weave it into your like more macro channel where you can do these shorts that are almost like teasers and promos for your longer videos yeah. to subscribe to your channel. Yeah. Like you really are yeah. just like creating that shorter content that's easier as like a hype trailer promo yeah. Yeah. for the longer videos for your channel, for people to subscribe, to like give an update on what you can kind of talk about. And I think it's like, almost a free ad spot kind of thing yeah. that I think is super cool. And when done well, I think probably leads to, you know, huge upticks in yeah. subscriber base. Cause I feel like not, for as popular as they are, you don't see a lot of influencer personalities yeah. on shorts. You yeah. see a lot of brands, at least I see a lot of brands right. on shorts, which is odd. Yeah, I, on that note too, um, one of the things I think I was telling you Shane uh, the other day that uh, I was talking to this guy who he, he like built a the first uh, like 3D consumer uh, like uh, printer, consumer 3D printer, yeah, 3D printer for consumers. However, the hell you say that, <laughs> and it, apparently it was like the most, if not one of the most successful like Kickstarter campaigns of all time. Oh, he raised yeah. like yeah. three million dollars, wow. and then he went and like he's now like full into like the creator economy. He's trying to create like tools and resources for the creator economy. And he was telling me that his latest project, he's been like interviewing TikTok influencers that have between 100K and a million followers. Uh, so that's kind of his threshold. 
and he's been, or maybe it's 100k to 500k. Maybe it's a million, who cares, it doesn't matter. He's been talking to these folks and one of the, he's been just been asking them like, hey, what's your biggest challenge? Because a lot of these people, they still have like full-time jobs. Like they haven't been able to go all in on, yeah. on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, you have like a massive audience. Like why, why do you still have to do brand partnerships and all this stuff? And a lot of these people like might be good at creating content, but they're really shitty like business people or like they don't understand like, you know, or they're just young, right? Yeah. And they haven't had this experience. But anyways, one of the things he was saying that I learned is that it's really, really hard to retain like a loyal following on TikTok. Yeah. So, and I think it's because of the algorithm and just because of, because maybe it's also a little bit harder to subscribe to channels. It's a little bit less intuitive. It's also just harder to put out longer form content ever, right, mm -hmm. on TikTok. Yeah. And so to your point, Shane, I think that like, yeah, like I, I, you know, revisiting the episode we had a few weeks ago, we were arguing over TikTok and, you know, versus YouTube. I wonder if we're beyond just the rev share model, if we'll just see a shift in where creators spend their time simply because you'll be able to retain an audience more. Whereas yeah. YouTube, like there's incredible high retention of audience, yeah. right. there's incredible loyalty. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see how all that unfolds. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember if we talked about this last time, but I, I have heard from like several different people like in the kind of YouTube TikTok space talk about how one thing that like kind of proves that YouTube is almost the like better platform is that people on TikTok try to like have YouTube channels and yeah. have vlogs that mm -hmm. they like are pulling people like, you know, go subscribe to my YouTube because yeah. the YouTube pays you better, um, you have better like retention to your subscribers and whatnot, and um, you can like more easily access them. Whereas, yeah, if you subscribe to someone on TikTok, like maybe yeah. they'll show up in your feed, yeah. but like- I, I honestly, and I, I don't remember if I said this before, but seeing this before, like TikTok is just the new Vine and YouTube is Twitter. Like mm -hmm. it's competition now, but everybody shares all the good funny, like all the good funny Vines. You would follow, I followed probably four people but you see a bunch of stuff and you're just like, you know, going through and most of them more for entertainment than anything at the time. And um, they all get reshared on Twitter. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah. well, I'm just going to stay on Twitter then because yeah. Twitter also has a lot of other stuff that I like. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm like two birds, one stone. Um, and I feel like YouTube is slowly doing that also where I don't know that obviously Twitter acquired Vine and then just kind of crashed it. I don't know that YouTube would acquire TikTok, but... I feel like it's gonna be one of those things. I, it will phase and fizzle out, yeah. and then I feel like it's yeah, that's it's like game on at that point where YouTube is just gonna be crushing it as far as native content yeah. and so many different uh, diversified content, which I don't think obviously it's still video, but not a lot of other platforms. I would argue Instagram doesn't do it yeah. insanely well, like from a seamless user experience standpoint. Twitter is also again just like the short form, even the article things like that. Like people aren't. Yeah. Really doing that. Threads was a good adaptation, but I feel like for YouTube, this is a, a game changer. I, I feel like the money thing might be a really big, like, maybe push for, like, if, if creators are already creating these short form content pieces mm -hmm. on TikTok and then you're just, oh, I can make money on it on YouTube, right. might as well post the same exact video yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. Right. And you're getting all of the like quality people who are actually invested in like making money somehow mm -hmm. moving over to YouTube. And then like, I feel like maybe that's the big push that all of every app has like their own little like version of this now. But you know, TikTok obviously still is like the, the biggest of them all and most successful. 
but in the space of like that kind of yeah that scrolling. content yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but like if you can pull all of like the really big creators to actually creating you know mainly for your content because you're just paying more and that might take like a little bit of time but I feel like since there is that incentive it'll probably like this is the first time uh, TikTok is actually like at risk of, yeah right you know. And on, and on the note, arrival. what my, this guy that I was talking to was saying was like, the problem is that TikTok's algorithm is really, really good for getting in front of new people. Whereas like, even like YouTube shorts right now, like according to him, right? It's like, it's still hard to be discovered. Whereas mm -hmm. the TikTok algorithm is so conducive to like going viral that these creators still need to be on TikTok, yeah. but they're literally like using TikTok as a vehicle yeah. to increase their subscribers. It's on their lead gen. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's their awareness yeah. stage content, yeah. right? And so, yeah, it, what, what I, I don't know that I agree with you, Shane, that like TikTok's gonna go like this, who knows, maybe. I think what TikTok, if they're smart, will probably end up doing is finding ways to enable longer form content um, in addition to short form content, simply because if they're smart and they, they see what YouTube's doing, yeah. and or the, and or they'll change their their rev share with creators or or what have you, but um, but yeah, it is it is pretty crazy to see how bold and like what's crazy is because Google owns YouTube, like they can just invest shit yeah. tons yeah, of money yeah. and resources into this. Yeah, and in again in my very brief scroll of like shorts, um, I would say like of the I, I watched like fifteen just so I could be like okay. I know, like a little bit. <laughs> of the 15, 14 were TikToks that were just uploaded uh, to YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Like you saw the TikTok logo mm -hmm. in, in the video. Yeah. So I don't know how many people are natively creating content on shorts yeah. versus just uploading from TikTok, which also like, if you're TikTok or, and or YouTube for that, you know, TikTok in this case for that matter, why are you, I assume it's very easy to share I've never tried to share, I guess, a TikTok to YouTube, so I don't know how easy. Yeah, it is. You just you just download it download and upload it, it to YouTube yeah. Shorts, yeah, yeah. And it obviously like puts the logo on. Yeah, it. and yeah. so you see the TikTok logo and everything right. and whatnot. But it's the same as Vine, it's literally yeah, yeah, like you're right. It, that's, that's a good where, analogy. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it just. Yeah, I don't. It, I don't think it's gonna crash and burn overnight. I think it'll be a slow. Or like, they're gonna have to adapt. Phase out, yeah. yeah. And I just don't think they can adapt at a rate to maintain relevance that's gonna outpace YouTube. Like yeah. they can try and move into long form. YouTube's mastered that game yeah. and nobody's yeah. even close and like they'll never get to that scale. Yeah. And so it's like, well, do you wanna invest all these dollars and things into that when you know you're never gonna come close to competing there? I'd say what TikTok does have though going for it is the ability to create, con like <clears throat> you can't create, like if TikTok could master longer form vertical content that could be, and and uh, take all of the creator tools that they have for short form content and then translate that to longer form content. Yeah. I think that that's where they would have an edge because YouTube, it's great. They've mastered like the long form content game, but like you're not using YouTube to create the content, yeah. right? You're creating the content elsewhere and you're uploading it to YouTube. Yeah, you but the, the whole point of shorts is that you can just, it is. No, 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 I agree. I agree yeah. with shorts. But what yeah. I'm saying is like, if TikTok, because TikTok has all of this, all of the essentially like creator tools built into the app already, yeah. if they could find a way to translate all of that to like longer form content, that's where I think that they could, you know, to 10 minutes or something like that, or 15 minutes or 20 yeah. minutes, that's where they might have a fighting chance at, you know, competing with yeah. YouTube.
but yeah, you're right. It's it's yeah. It, it'll be interesting. To see that seems like a out. massive uphill battle. That's like a huge. You're solely banking on people wanting. I guess you're also not uploading 20 minute vertical videos. Right. right like now. Who's gonna hold their phone, phone for yeah. that long and be like this, that, and the other? Even if yeah. you have it on a stand, yeah. it's just like. Okay, well, maybe, and if your only differentiator is this versus this, and the sideways already has such a massive advantage, I, I really don't think. I don't think, yeah, it's, it's, I guess it's less about format and more about like the ability to very easily uh, add like emojis or, or graphics yeah. or like, yeah. you know, a video, a video within a video. Like, but like that seems like such a seconds. small... But I just wonder. I, yeah. yeah, I feel like YouTube. Like, yeah. if they ever were like, okay, this is only their, this is their core differentiator is these couple small tricks. Yeah. Great. We'll do yeah. that in two seconds, and it's over. I I do agree. TikTok has like such a good like user interface for creating content. Like, I was amazed. I was like, I remember when I first like made my first couple of TikToks, and I was like. Man, like this oh, just seems like a plug. big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> follow me. Yeah. Dan's also the editor. He's gonna throw his yeah. username down there. Um, like I, I was like, I don't know. I feel like um, you always have to like get all the timing right and like get the right sounds and whatnot. But they make it so incredibly easy yeah. that um, I think their edges. Um, it makes it really easy for like the completely amateur, like no idea what you're doing yep. user to make some content. Yeah, um, and then it is obviously as we're talking about the algorithm like incredibly easy to go viral and whatnot um there there is like a weird in between where it's like um for all the people in between who are like creating the more serious content like and probably like if you're huge on tiktok like you probably use the app sometimes or you're probably making the content elsewhere as where and uploading it to tiktok um it is that like middle ground of people who are like trying to do it seriously i feel like which aren't entirely served but it is interesting to think that if if you could make some kind of long form content like with that ease, I don't know. I do, I do see like a challenge with like usually if it's long form, you're you're doing less like one take like funny yeah. little like raw yeah. things, and you're probably like um, doing more like you know if you're talking to a camera for ten minutes, you're probably gonna end up rambling, and so like you want to probably cut that down or something, and like. You know, doing time lapses or yeah, that's the thing with the short form is like you mess up, you just start over. Yeah, you mess up in a ten minute video, it becomes a whole process, and then it's like, well, who wants to invest the time into the whole process? So, if you've been following the Bruce Storm for a while now, you know that we're all about generating new ideas and inspiring our listeners to do the same. Oh, and we're also all about critiquing Dan's attire choices too. But here's the reality. Coming up with innovative ways to attract, engage, and delight your students is just freaking hard. And that's why the boys and I were pumped when we learned that Double Take Promotional Marketing was going to sponsor the Brewstorm. Double Take is not your run-of-the-mill promotional swag partner. They're your school's ideation partners who help augment your strategic marketing and enrollment plans with physical products like t-shirts, water bottles, yard banners, and more. Here are three reasons why we love Double Take. Double Take works closely with your team to understand your strategy for promotional marketing. They listen attentively to your goals and then recommend swag packages that align with them. Double Take has developed turnkey repeatable programs to help you reach your audience in compelling ways. Take their Combat Student Melt program, for instance, that has a slew of swag items specifically designed to keep deposited students excited about your school over the summer. And number three, Double Take gets higher ed. They are the premier brand merchandising agency for colleges and universities and understand the cyclical strategic nature of higher ed. 
So no need to explain the importance of increased yield rates to them. Discover how DoubleTake can partner with you to ideate, design, and deliver exceptional promotional campaigns in conjunction with your marketing and recruitment strategies. Head on over to DoubleTakeHigherEd.com to learn more. And tell Matt and the team there that Enrollify sent you their way. Again, that's DoubleTakeHigherEd.com. I'm thinking I've seen I've seen like Instagram stories that have I feel like like are solid ten minutes maybe even longer not not one yeah. obviously not one right. frame yeah, or whatever yeah. but like but yeah part of me is like how much are they just like chopping them up and then putting like they're they're producing them and then they're just chopping them up and up yeah potentially potentially clips. yeah yeah uh, there's this incredible uh, filmmaker that I followed for a bit he was um. I forget his name, I, I gotta figure it out, but he would create, he would film like on a real camera, vertical videos, really like fast paced editing and cut it up into like story, uh, like short yeah. clips yeah. that you could like watch it through and it was just like this super engaging, maybe like four minute video that you're just watching through stories and are super creative. And it's also like cool cause like there's, there's somewhat, you know, of like good content that's like has that like professional polish that's vertical, but not too much and not in like the like raw like vlogger style that goes up straight onto stories. But he was able to like pull that off in such like a like masterful mm. way that yeah. I feel like would be like if if TikTok were to do anything in the long form route, they would have to figure out how to like, you know, allow people to like kinda level up from just doing mm -hmm. you, you, you can't just like use a you know i don't know one of those 15 second sounds like yeah yeah, yeah on yeah. a long form I also piece feel of like content to throw a huge curveball i don't know if you guys saw the face meta update or the thing that they're yeah. working on with the text People, to video yeah What's which they're so like the ai now there's i forget all the other there's a bunch but it's like the text to jpeg type stuff now where it's like show Elon Musk making pancakes like Dolly like Dolly yeah like. in a crappy New York City apartment oh. and it'll like just kind of make yeah AI will just make the image dang and oh, it's oh, like yeah, it's, yeah, some yeah. are good some are awful sure. or whatever but yeah. Meta's testing out um, text to video yeah and so That's they crazy. successfully had somebody basically explain through text um, they wanted a picture of a teddy bear painting a teddy bear and they made it happen basically, and it looked pretty Legit. good. Dude, speaking of that, did you see? I, I don't know if it was OpenAI. I saw this on Twitter last night. Um, some, I, I think it was OpenAI, but um, they did a podcast interview between Joe Rogan and Steve Jobs. No, and it was entirely they just paired yeah they questions pa <laughs> and responses and oh yep, wow that's awesome. and it, Wait, it that's was wild. like <laughs> like yeah. I listened to the first fifteen minutes of it. And you know, knowing that it was fake, yeah. I was like extra attentive, obviously, yeah. Yeah. right? Um, but it was freaking good. Yeah, it was like this is freaking ridiculous, and like, which means they're gonna have to get like all these podcast distributors are gonna have to have like verified podcasts now, oh, yeah. just to confirm that like this is actually the Bruce Storm, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, not, yeah. and not just some AI generated like yeah. thing, right? Um, Anyways, I feel like we were, we're going like yeah. way off tangent. Yeah. But. All right, let's go back to yeah. YouTube Shorts and how colleges Schools. and universities could use 
Oh, bringing it back shorts. to education. Come on, I was able to talk for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Dan was talking. Dan <laughs> talked more this episode than any other episode because we haven't talked about higher ed at all. Exactly. Yeah. Dan, you have to start. Um, Just throw something out there. If you were CMO of... University of Enrolled Danny Boy High. University. Well, I mean, I think... Oh, Danny. Basically, uh, if you're a university, you're probably not really amazing at either, you know... TikTok, let alone YouTube Shorts, and so, sorry everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, even even individuals, I feel like like my friends struggle to make like regular like quality content for TikTok and whatnot, and yeah. like half of it's just terrible, you know, videos of them that yeah. they thought were funny, and I don't know. I feel like we are in a moment where there isn't there isn't the like proven winner at the moment, so it's best just. Um, put content on everything and so I assume like it it is just figuring out like how to best make an actually good short content piece yeah Um, and I doubt you know universities aren't trying to make their money off of right yeah the ad revenue shorts yeah yeah. yeah. so there's not like a huge pull to just unless I don't know tuition's down that bad yeah I do feel (laughs) like yeah I mean any money is money Um, I don't know if you can you do that the university page why not right? make money yeah if they're open YouTube. to having ads yeah. on there yeah yeah okay i guess you're right I want, I, that would be really interesting how many colleges and universities are making money from youtube be, through ads the, yeah and like oh, what how much so are they making small. yeah Do i'm sure th- it's i'm sure it's tiny yeah, yeah but like yeah. it'd be interesting if someone's like dude we're making $3 yeah. million a year <laughs> but you have in like, ad revenue. Un- I, not to like stereotype by any means, but like the Arizona states of the world yeah, 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 yeah. that are like crazy cool schools have yeah. a lot of people that are in that influencer space. Like they could throw out a hundred students yeah. that all do slightly different things, are interested in different things, have them just create content for the school and then do a rev share model with those students where like you keep yeah, 25% yeah, and give them 75 the tw- yeah. and split it among them. Mm, like, yeah, hey, I love that. We're also, you're tapping into the network of all of you combined, not just like one of yeah, you doing your own thing. And you're diversifying to what they're talking about. So you're hopefully hitting different targets pretty easily where I feel like YouTube Shorts is good at, again, not new discovery, but like, hey, you've looked up a lot of stuff about these things here's some entertainment stuff, some sports stuff, some comedy stuff, whatever it might be. Um, Do you think it is a better idea to focus on creating good content for, say, like, subscribers and, like, the feed? Or do you think if you're already creating that kind of content, um, or at least, you know, trying to, um, creating it more for being the ads on that platform. If you're already gonna be spending money on like, you know, video ads in some capacity, do you think like tailoring I mean, some kind of like yeah, ad content? Yeah, that's what I would do with the YouTube Shorts. Yeah. The, let's say, again, going back to like the rough rev share model I made up of 75% to yeah. the students, they all split it, 25% yeah. comes to you, 25% goes right back into YouTube ads. Yeah. And you just take the stuff that's already been made and you put it there. Yeah, the success. And this is ideally yeah. a break-even thing for you all. Like, yeah. And you're generating, hopefully generating leads and, and interest and awareness based on these ads that you're running, not to mention all the organic stuff that you're doing. Yeah. That seems like, again, that's not something for every school. Like yeah. a small community college probably can't pull that off. Right. But 
schools that have bigger brands or have personality can definitely do yeah. something like that. Even if you had 20 people, yeah, which is not a lot. Like yeah. you pick somebody from each major and each sports team, each fraternity needs sorority. Right there, you have 50. Yeah, like yeah. Start with those people, see who's interested and who's interesting. If they're not great, like whatever, they'll weed themselves out. If you're doing your model based on views, whatever, like they're not going to get paid anything anyway. It's not going to hurt. Yeah, having it, having the paid for like views and whatnot, like giving a student, you know, some some actual like revenue based on their their success on the platform. I th- yeah. feel like is a huge, like might be the key to getting people to actually care right. about the content. And then who's making. not going to want to contribute if they yeah. have the time? Like, it's yeah. like it's like the um like a, a bunch of. Uh, I think all in the all in podcast does this. Uh, I know for sure, like the My First Million podcast does this, where what they would do is they'd say, "Hey," and these are obviously like you know huge podcasts, but like they'd say to their audience, "Hey, we're gonna do like a TikTok. Um, we're gonna do like a some sort of like um, a give not not a giveaway, but like a what am I looking for? Like a, a contest. The contest is what I'm looking for, and we're gonna give five thousand dollars to the best to the person that makes like the best yeah. like re- episode recap." In yeah. 60 seconds that we can throw on TikTok, right? Yeah. And then what they, they're like, just use this hashtag. So you create it on your own TikTok or your own YouTube shorts, whatever it is. Yeah. Use this hashtag and then we're going to pick the best and we're going to give you $5,000. Yeah. And they've done this several times and then they've actually like hired these people to like yep. be yeah. full-time creating for them. To, to your all's point here, like as the university, why not say, hey, we've got this content or like we've got this event mm-hmm. coming up. Mm-hmm. This, you know, whether it's a, it's a basketball game or it's homecoming or it's, hey, it's an open house. Whoever makes the best reel or TikTok oh. or YouTube short at this event, we're gonna give twenty five hundred dollars to or whatever yeah. it is, right? That's a, you, you I get like this a idea shit a lot. ton yeah. of con- I mean hopefully oh, yeah. you get a shit ton of content. And maybe like, you know, most of it is de or let's say fifty percent of it is decent, let's say twenty five percent of it is good and ten yeah. percent is great. If if you got you know ten students that gave you great content, you pick the best one, yeah. but then you can still use the other stuff for yeah. whatever you yeah, want, yeah, right? Yeah. And you pay twenty five hundred. And you pay twenty five hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah. Like an agency would be like ten times that, right? And the yeah. content would be shittier. Yeah. And I I feel like that's the kind of stuff that people have to get super creative. Like, how do you incentivize? Especially and to to your you know original point, Shane. Anytime I feel like there's like a new channel. Like, you could go spin your wheels as a staff trying to figure out what our strategy for YouTube Shorts is. Mm-hmm. Or you say, hey, why don't we, like, throw this out as a contest to our students? Let's yeah. see what happens. And let's just take their content and test it. Yeah. And if it works, then we should consider, all right, how do we design a better strategy around this invest more resources? In? Mm-hmm. If it totally tanks and you thought the content was really good and these are your top, like, student creators, then maybe it's just, like, not the right time for you to invest more resources into this yeah. particular channel. Yeah. It'd be a good testing strategy. Yeah. I mean, there are <clears throat> professional sports teams that have gone through a rebrand and outsourced the design of their new logo. Like, they're completely revamping, not, like, refreshing yeah. to the fans and let them come up with something, and then they basically pick the best or they augment one slightly yeah. and use that. Yeah. And then they give them a small prize. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you have... It's like 99 designers, designers like on staff. 99 fans. How many yeah. things are they going to come up with? Yeah. And now you have thousands of people yeah. submitting things. Who are like, I'm actually sure weeding really through is it. annoying, yeah. but yeah, like, I'm sure. yeah. there's probably, it's pretty easy to just skim through and be like, all right, this is crap. Just based yeah. on like the quality of whatever they have. But also, just how cool would it be? Like, 
if you saw, even if you saw your school doing something like this as a prospect oh, yeah. or a current student, immediately I feel like you'd have the sense of pride of like, wow, they they know us, yeah, yeah, like yeah, they yeah. get us, yeah, like yeah. you know, you and that well, they alone want us to have our input on the yeah. way that X yeah. things are run, you know, done, however they're like hosted for yeah. other potential people, and not just like, oh, we're gonna do it our way and whatever, because I feel like some people may traditionally think you know, those things are, like, less interesting. And, yeah. And it's more, more like you just show up and you sit in a lecture yeah. hall and chat. And it's like, well, not everybody does that. Yeah. But if that's the stereotype, most people are probably going to think that's what it is. And right. It's up to you to kind of, like, break that and, and form something new and, and show that off. Um, somewhat of a tangent, but it's related. So I was talking to Tony Frega, um, who is the CEO of Direct Development, who is a major investor in Enrollify. <laughs> um, and he was telling me that his he was driving with his kids and they he was like listening to the Enrollify podcast. And all of a sudden Good thing he wasn't listening to the Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, like an ad came on and it was like my voice. Um, and I know Tony's kids, and they were like, Is that is that Zach? Like, why does he sound so like weird? Like, wait, that's so funny. And he was like, they literally <laughs> just started like being like, this is like so cringy, and like they were just like, oh, turn it off, turn it off. Yeah. And then this Tony, is why I don't listen to the podcast when I would end that. <laughs> Tony was like, dude, no, guys, this is an ad. Like, people paid to be on the show. Like, they paid to get the product like endorsed by Enrollify. Um, and then they're like, well, why don't they just like casually like they're like Zach should just be like. Oh, by the way, my new favorite app is, you know, Good Kind. Or, you know, by the way, my new favorite place to get swag is Double Take Promotional Marketing. And they're like, they, he should just weave it into the conversation so it feels natural. Like, this feels so awkward. And anyways, was like, and his kids are like, you know, 15, uh, 14 and 12 or whatever. But like, point being that like, they, they are so, and this is, I feel like such an old fart saying this, but like, <laughs> the the way that we even like run we think about ads and and sponsored content today even though like you know we're 12 10 to 15 years older than these kids it's it's already so different like they're so they're so attuned to like what sounds spammy or fake anyways all that is to say is that like i think that there could be a lot learned from contests like this of like submitting content and like if you and your staff are reviewing these videos and there are these like one liners or people you know throw out a word like cringe and you have no idea what that is or like what that really means. Yeah. It could be also just an interesting way to be like, hey, you know, Dan, you just submitted this. Explain this to me. Like, help yeah. me get it. And then you yeah, explain yeah. it, and they could use that to go inform their other advertise, you know, ad, ad strategy yeah, yeah. and like other contexts and channels. And I feel like sourcing content from your constituents, I feel like we say this like almost every episode, but I feel yeah. like it's so true. That has to be like the strategy of the future for how schools market. Yeah, I, I yeah. feel like later, maybe not our generation. But one sooner, like people filter email where they're like spam yep. right away and they know yeah, it. Yeah, and the yeah, new yeah. version of that is hearing an ad and yep. being like spam. Yep. Especially like, when you got even the when you try and, to yeah. like skip. Yep. Even when you try and weave it in sometimes and it's like, all right. Anytime anybody in a podcast says, all right, they're cutting to an ad. Like yeah. every <laughs> single time. So I was like, all right, now let me talk about. Yeah. And it's like, all right, I'm tuning out for the next 30 seconds. Or, yeah, I'm skipping through and hitting that little, like, 10-second, 15-second fast-forward. Yeah. Which is why we have to weave in our, our sponsor, Double Pick, more yeah. you know, naturally yeah. into our Or we our just play it in five-second installments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so by the time you look for, like, the skip yeah. button, it's still, like, already passed. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But I feel like that's, yeah, it's, it's so hard to do ads well. I feel like you're better off. The whole thing needs to be an ad. Yeah. But the person needs to feel like it's not. Yeah. So that the second they start listening, it's consistent all the way through rather than like, oh, interesting ad. And then interesting yeah. again, and just like, how do you maintain that level of interest yeah. by being an ad the entire time? And I think yeah. that's the hard thing that you need a student to do that. Nobody in your marketing admissions team is gonna go on camera and be like, "Hey, everybody!" And then yeah. everyone's just gonna be like, "Yeah, it's good." No, I I feel like this this idea of like creating a some kind of contest, which I feel like just like everyone is like happy to like make creative content and like to have an excuse to do it about your school which you already probably are like you know trying to convince your friends to come yeah. to and it's not like you're trying to convince them like oh you like the school you want to like get people to come it's like they are most people prior already like have an affinity for their school i feel like putting that that incentive behind it like i feel like and i don't mean this as a as an insult to the bruce storm but this might be like the the best like really truly um like one of the ideas that could actually work <laughs> um, and i like i actually genuinely would love to see a school do this because because I, I i i swear like i think this would actually work and yeah. and i want to like no uh, I, we we gotta convince someone that's the teaser by the way that's the teaser right there yeah yeah not to downplay the other ones but this yeah. one is one that i think is very brew stormy in that we just made it up yeah but also and it's easy. has it's a frickin- lot of yeah, legs exactly. to it. Yeah, and requires minimal work. It requires yeah. some organization and setup and yeah. sourcing of people, but then after that, ideally, it kind of carries itself. Yeah. I, I know um, one of my friends uh, who goes to University of Virginia, um, he would always share, sometimes people would make these like TikToks of like, um, like when the foliage would, mm. would come in and like all of the, mm-hmm. the leaves started changing. Um, people would always like make some really cool videos um, of that and it wasn't like necessarily about the school but it was like one of those things that I'm sure the university was like this is great this yeah. makes our campus look like, gorgeous beautiful. And, yeah. Like, yeah. it's like oh check out this cool gem and like you know the gorgeous like check wilderness the lawn. Like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like basically just getting people to like make that tailored to a little bit more on the like ad side of like showing off more of the school and less just like the gorgeous views um i feel like i I feel like there's a lot of legs there well i think we should end on a high note before and dan talking (laughs) thank you everyone for tuning in to this episode of the brew storm that was good. That Honestly. Good. Wow, yeah. I'll do the pork and the pig. The lap all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we good?